I see water. I see buildings. Oh, we are flying very low. We are flying very low, very low. Oh my god, we're flying way too low. Oh my god, we are flying way too low. Oh my god. The Boston Glo Globe wrote, Reign of Terror. The New York Times wrote, Hijack jets destroy Twin Towers and hit Pentagon in Day of Terror. A day no one will ever forget, wrote Seattle Post on the day of the attack. Welcome to our podcast. Blake students take the mic. In this episode, we will be talking about 9-11, a day to be remembered. We are students from Blake Middle School 7th grade public speaking classes. We've been working hard and gathering different teachers' perspectives of this tragic day. In addition, we step out of our school to get the last words from flight attendant on American Airlines Flight 11 to L.A., Madeline Amy Sweeney, and Betty on stories. It's, it's our hope that after listening to this episode, you will all agree that students should learn about 9-11. At the start of the podcast, we heard the last words from Madeline Amy Sweeney, who's a flight attendant on one of the flights that crashed into the Twin Towers. Madeline Amy Sweeney was married with two kids. She liked skiing and going to the beach. She landed on the flight because a flight attendant who was supposed to be on the flight had fallen ill. She was upset she couldn't go home to see her daughter go off to kindergarten. We know this because she called her husband before the flight. She normally didn't take extra shifts. Unfortunately, this one was on flight 11. When she called for help from the plane, her voice remained calm as she told them what was happening. Her last words were, I see water, I see buildings, we're flying low, we're flying way too low. Because of her bravery, the Madeline Amy Sweeney Award was named after her. Now to Mr. Woods, who is a health teacher and a former student at our school. Here is his perspective on the topic. Welcome, Mr. Woods. Um, why do you think students today should learn about 9-11 as a moment in U.S. history? Um, well, some things that some of my current phys ed and health students might not know is that I taught history for seven years at the high school. Um, and I always felt compelled to get to a unit about September 11th in a current events class that I taught and in world history because it was, you know, in my lifetime, the first event that I really remember as being historic, meaning when it happened, I knew this was something big. This is something that was going to be talked about for years to come. And also it was one of the, the moments when I realized this happened because of something that happened before it. So I think that's the important thing about history is that, you know, whenever you're looking at an event, it's beneficial to go back and try to figure out why did this happen? Um, so like when we're looking at World War I or World War II, it almost seems obvious to go back a few decades before and, and be able to see, well, we should have seen this, this coming. So with September 11th too, there were some events that, that took place a few decades before that ultimately built up to that, that date. And why is it important to still talk about? Well, I think from all the negatives that came out of it, it was what I remember were a lot of positives as well. There were a ton of um, American flags that were seen throughout Medfield. There were uh, tremendous acts of, of giving and care, and it was sort of a unifying event in our history as well. So even though there were a lot of negatives, um, I did see a lot of patriotism and camaraderie and, and positives that came out through that very sort of negative period in history. 
After listening to Mr. Wood's podcast, we realized that there was a lot more about 9-11 that we didn't know. Yeah, although the Twin Towers were the most tragic thing that happened, there was also some other buildings that were crashed into or planes that were hijacked that lost many lives. Um, there was even a plane that was about to take off in Boston that had been hijacked, but they ended up stopping it. And even one of the planes that was hijacked, the passengers fought back, and they ended up crashing it into a field in Pennsylvania to save others, but it ended up taking their lives. Now we have Mr. Cohen. Mr. Cohen talks about how safety in airports has increased by a lot, and how government has been incorporated in our everyday lives. Every time you go to the airport now is more security, and also there's concerns about people losing civil liberties, and there's concerns about the government uh, intruding in people's lives and monitoring people. So there's some concerns on in that area, but on the other hand, is the government there to keep us safer? So there's questions that come around uh, when you think about it. Now we will hear a more in-depth biography of Betty Ong, another flight attendant who was on one of the planes that crashed into the towers. On February 5th, 1956, in San Francisco, California, Betty Ong was born to Harry Ong and Yi Gum Ong. Betty had three siblings, a brother Harry Ong and sisters Kathy Ong and Gloria Ong Wu. Betty grew up in San Francisco's Chinatown and graduated from George Weston High School. Her family owned a grocery store on Jackson Street. Betty began her career as a flight attendant in 1987. Her professionalism and hard work later earned her the position of a purser, a head flight attendant. At the time of her death, Betty lived in Andover, Massachusetts. On September 11, 2001, Betty Ong assigned herself to flight number 11 so that she could return to Los Angeles and go on vacation in Hawaii with her sister. When flight 11 was hijacked, she called American Airlines emergency line, identified herself, and alerted her supervisor that the aircraft had been hijacked. Along with fellow flight attendant Amy Sweeney, she relayed the seat numbers of the hijackers. During her 23-minute call, she also reported that none of the crew could open the cockpit. Passenger Daniel M. Lewin and two flight attendants had been stabbed, and one of the hijackers had sprayed mace in the first-class cabin. On September 21, 2001, 200 members of the Chinese-American community in San Francisco gathered in a small park to to pay tribute to Ong. Mayor of San Francisco, Willie Brown, who was present, gave a proclamation honoring the people who died in the tragedy and called September 21st a Betty Ong Day. Ong is also memorialized on Gold Mountain, a mural dedicated to Chinese contributions to American history on Romolo Palace in North Beach, a street where she used to skateboard and play as a child, and a foundation is named in her honor. In 2011, the recreation center in San Francisco's Chinatown, where she had played as a child, was renamed in her honor. The Betty Ong Foundation works to assist elderly people and young children whom Betty Ong 
famously cared for very much. While 9-11 was a tragic event in U.S. history, this attack also united our country. After listening to the experiences of flight attendants Betty Ong and Madeline Amy Sweeney, we have a deeper understanding of how victims and families of the attack were dramatically impacted by this attack. We also learned from our teachers that events in history often connect to upcoming events and that this event made a lasting impact on our day-to-day lives. To conclude, we believe 9-11 is an unforgettable moment in our country's history that all students should learn about. Thank you for listening.